Almost 30 Podcast. What's up? Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. It's good to have you. It's, it's Lindsay, good to have you. It's Lindsay and Krista. My new thing, interrupting. <laughs> it's been wild. We've been away from each other for a few weeks. And, <laughs> and we're rusty. Don't, don't know how to do my this. New, dude, I walked into my workout class the other day, like five <laughs> minutes late. It was like the fifth time. And I was like, late is my new personality. <laughs> They were like, yo, we waited for you to start class. I was like, dude, late is my new yeah. personality trait. And don't wait for me. Don't wait for me. <laughs> it was kind of weird, but I don't, it's a weird thing. It's like a, a little rebellion that I kind of do. Oh yeah. Also living in the new place, it's further from stuff and I'm mm-hmm. acting like it's not. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving at the same time. Yes. But it's incredibly rude. I don't know if it's the new LA version of me. I've changed. I think it depends. It depends when On it's how rude. much I respect people. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Zero. And just so you know, when I'm late, I don't respect you. Honestly, <laughs> it's an LA thing, though. I think Everyone it's an LA in thing. LA. Is oh, it rubbed off late. on me big time. In New York, it's like on the dot. Yeah, or, or early. Shame. Or, or early. way early. Yes. I feel like I, feel, I have a dad and a brother and even Sean, men who are just like, need to be there an hour before so mm-hmm. I can like check it out. Hmm. What I'm like, what is that? Like mark their territory or... I guess. I don't know. That's hilarious. But I don't know if it's a, a, a woman thing at times. Mm-hmm. I'm being sexist. All right, let's move yeah. down. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> Mine's just back to back to back. And I think also it's a phone thing. I think mm. with our cell phones... Yeah, we're on them. We're on them. And in between things, we yeah. get caught up totally. in the wave of our phone. Totally. In the, endor- the dopamine of our phone. And we're just drugged up. <laughs> we don't want to stop. We don't want to stop it. Holy shit. Oh man. Okay. Um, before we get into kind of like the crux of this episode, we wanted to like share a few things about what's going on with Almost 30. We have camp coming up. Camp. Camp Almost 30 is happening on July 24th. This is our favorite virtual event we've ever done. We did our first back in January and we had thousands and thousands of you from all over the world joining for a lineup that will go down in history. Um, But truly, this was like a new paradigm uh, event that was one that I will never forget and changed me forever. Yeah, I mean... It was one of the most expansive moments for Lindsay and I in our career thus far. And I think I got sick after it was like so expansive. <laughs> but it was like, whoa, I cannot believe we did I that. Know. I cannot believe so many people were so kind to one another. Mm-hmm. There was community that formed throughout. There was like every speaker felt really good. The flow felt amazing. So this year's camp, the lineup is so good. It's unreal and it's free. Just to get that out of the way. Free, this is free free, free, free for you guys, free for the community. No catch, just no free. Catch. No, <laughs> no catch, no rules, just right. <laughs> and so you can invite friends, but we will see you then on July 24th. Consider it like a free masterclass with some of the best in the biz. Roddy Devlukia Shetty, Debbie Brown, Aaron Abke, Adriana Ayala, Africa Brooke, who's been killing the IGTV game lately. Killing it. Alyssa Romeo of Meet Your Soul. Lindsay and I are speaking. Terry Cole. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's like- it's. Jasmine Mother, our, our dear friend. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so baller. So Camp Almost 30, July 24th. Make sure you register at almost30.com. Slash camp. Slash camp and secure your spot. We will see you there. And today's episode, super excited. We're talking skincare. Skincare. This and one this is like me unedited. Away. It's like very like, I just love the realness and the facts. I love Kaylee and Danielle. <laughs> I was, I almost had to tell them that what I'm doing with my face is a good thing. Because like, sometimes <laughs> when people are blowing my mind, it's like my face is- Oh, like your expression. Uh, yes, I, I have none. A lot of times I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> so my face was like, I had no expression. I don't know if they thought that was okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, that's, I'm making I that up in my mean. head. I, I don't think mean. it's okay when people don't have expressions. So I, was, I wanted to tell them that was a good thing. You know what I mean? I hope you're watching on YouTube because her expressions now are I have unreal. Big, big expressions. <laughs> big expressions. But I just was like, whoa, she that is crazy. All of the facts and information. And I, skincare is, and this is a thing too, skincare is interesting to me. But skincare is actually not as interesting to me as other people. But this conversation was incredibly interesting to me. Yes, yes. I feel like, 
Yeah, I feel it. Well, we were running through our own routines and there were just ways in which they were bringing to light why we were experiencing acne and dry Mm -hmm. skin and all of these conditions. And we're doing things that we think are right Mm -hmm. and they're not good for our skin. Uh, What I love about ClearStem, which is the brand that they founded, is that these are anti-acne products and anti-aging products in one. So a lot of anti-acne products out there age you. And a lot of anti-aging products out there cause acne. So this is exactly why they created Clear Stem. I love their products. Same. It's also so also something that you know we love to talk about and you guys love too. We talked a lot about hormone, the relationship between hormones and skin. Clear Stem has no hormone disruptors in it. And we really went in detail about how hormones affect your skin. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about toxins that can be found in certain skincare. We talked about parabens, what those are. We talked about things that you want to look for in your skincare, things that you don't. We talked about practices that don't even involve clear stem. It's like, don't wash your face with super hot water. And it is just incredibly fascinating. And I felt like this was more like holistic health than just the vanity part of skin mm-hmm. that I really loved. Like, I think when I think about skincare, I'm like, okay, got it. Everyone wants to have beautiful skin and it feels almost like something that's vain, but skincare is so much more. It's almost like the representative of so much that's going on with you from a emotional level, physical level, you know, hormonal level. It's really a telltale for a lot. Yeah. And I love that we talked about kind of that emotional piece of it Mm -hmm. all. And she, she brought up this example, which I just remember feeling and doing when, say for example, you have an acne breakout it's like you're angry at your skin. Yes. So you you go to wash your face and you're like scrubbing it so hard because you're angry at the acne. And I've totally been there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm being expressive. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't. <laughs> I can see you just fucking bitch. <laughs> But it's so true. It's Everyone's so like, true. like I remember having that. I don't know if I just any time I bad skin, it's like if it burns so good. It yes, so it burns good. so. Yeah, good. you're like, yeah, burn my face off. <laughs> you literally like we, we talked about lasers a lot too. Lasers do that. Yes, where it's you know almost the way in which it goes about healing you is hurts, so you think it's good. Yes, yes. And speaking of lasers, like not everyone should get a laser. We talked about those like different types of hot skincare treatments like are not for everyone. And we need to be very, very careful. But um, Danielle and Kaylee are just the coolest and so knowledgeable. Like I felt like the facts were just pouring out of them. I was like, we only have an hour, ladies. It was, you guys, we love facts. It was straight up facts. I actually don't love facts, but I like facts in certain cases. I love facts here. I like (laughs) some things I like open-ended. But Danielle and Kaylee, they are friends and they are business partners. Kaylee is a, a holistic nutritionist. Danielle basically is the acne guru. She's been in the skincare game for a long time. So when they started Clear Stem, they wanted to make a brand that was non-toxic, cruelty-free, all of the amazing things, but actually really, really worked. So this is a natural skincare brand that works. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited too that we have a discount code for you guys. Yes. So Lindsay and I use all of their products. I have been for the past couple months now. And I really, really have loved it. I keep them all in the fridge so they stay nice and cool. And it's been really beautiful to use anti-aging, anti-acne products that feel good, are natural, vegan, cruelty-free, and don't have any toxins or hormone disruptors. Yeah. I just wanted to shout out, I'm obsessed with the bounce back serum. So this is like their quote, no Botox repair serum. We talked about Botox too, but this is their no Botox bounce back repair serum. I love. Um, I also really love their HydraGlow stem cell moisturizer. And then I recently got the vitamin scrub. So this is an antioxidant infused scrub cleanser. So it's good for exfoliation. We talk about exfoliation, how important that is. So have at it. Our code is almost 30 and it'll get you 20% off when you go to clearstemskincare.com. Yeah. And these products are affordable as well. Mm -hmm. So they have a lab that they create their products in and they also have in this lab, there's another brand that has their products that are like four times as much and they use kind of 
along the same line of the same ingredients. So they are very affordable and accessible too. And you can use the code ALMOST30 for 20% off any of these products. Yeah. Enjoy this episode. Thank you all for listening. If you aren't already, please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts so that our new episodes hit your inbox. And we just appreciate you. If this show has made a positive impact on your life, it would mean the world to us if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we bring on amazing guests and just reach more people. Yeah, we really appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much for being a part of the community. We can't wait to celebrate with you at camp this year. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) Enjoy this one with Clear Stem Skincare, Kaylee and Danielle. Love you. Before we were recording, we were laughing about a certain brand that was like really popular when we were in high school. Yes. And I remember everyone that had bad skin and even I think used this brand for a long time. It was like the first three-step system that everyone was using. And it's just so crazy because I remember it burning my face Mm -hmm. and being like, it's working. It's working. Just all of these toxic products that I used for so long that I felt like the more it bothered me or the more it hurt, the more it worked. Yes. Yeah, if it's burning, it's working. Yes. Mm-hmm. That exactly. was like the whole thing. Exactly. And now I feel like I'm thankful that we're kind of transitioning to something better. But I wonder, where do you guys think that comes from? Like that whole belief with acne and skin that like it needs to be damaging to your, like you need to completely reset your gut or you need to use products that are almost so toxic and chemically that it can't be done naturally. I think that the everyone has that same sensation where if it's burning, it's working. And if it's not burning, it's not working. It's a very specific feeling that people are looking for. And I can only speak from my experience, but I feel like my experience is, I feel like my, a lot of people shared my experience in this, but you're angry at your skin. You're angry at your acne. You're frustrated. So you have this like angry energy at your skin where you want to burn it off. It's almost like you're punishing your acne a little bit. Um, I remember seeking the burn and... It's twofold because a lot of the things that do burn and tingle are exfoliants like alpha hydroxy acids. And those do temporarily have a drying effect and can provide temporary benefits. So you learn to chase that, but it's like the cycle that you're constantly Mm. on. So I think that's where it's rooted in. But also like, I remember even when I was clear for a while, I I would still be seeking a burn. And for me, I did remember distinctly just being like angry at my skin and like almost wanting to punish it. And people do the same thing with like a scrub. They'll just get mean. When I'm coaching people at the clinic on how to use a scrub, I have to show them what like on their hand what the right pressure is Mm. because people will just go nuts. And it's like a natural thing, I feel. I feel like it's that mental connection of, it's the same with working out, how people used to think they had to get, feel so sore and push themselves so far to see a difference. And now we're learning yoga and Pilates and walking and slowing down can actually do amazing healing for our body. And it's the same with skin. We don't need to destroy it to make it better. We just need to know what are the healing mechanisms? What does acne need? What does DNA damage and wrinkles need to heal? And that, and it doesn't need to be destructive in order to heal. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I struggled with cystic acne for quite some time and you just saying like being angry towards your skin. I just distinctly distinctly remember that feeling mm-hmm. of just looking in the mirror and being like, what the fuck? And just mm-hmm. being so angry. And what shifted like, and where I saw my skin begin to heal and it sounds really woo woo. And I know it was other factors as well, but like I started to like love my skin no matter what and like speak to it better and just kind of talk to that part of me that was so angry. It's like, is that really anger? Or is it like sadness and frustration and shame shame and embarrassment and hopelessness, you know, around acne? And, you know, your face is what people are seeing and interacting with and getting so many messages from. And so when I was breaking out really badly, I felt like I was sending like a message mixed message because people were so like distracted or I perceived them to be distracted Mm -hmm. by my acne. And so when I started to like listen to and notice and kind of rewrite the conversation between me and my skin is when I started to just see a bit of a shift in the way or in the intensity of the acne. I love that you said that because not only do we create products, but part of our really unique approach is whole body education as it applies to your skin. And though we talk about nutrition, digestion, hormones, 
we talk about stress a lot. And when you are looking in the mirror and angry at yourself and feeling really self-conscious and feeling like everyone is looking at your acne all the time and you are just feeling so down, it's creating such a response and a stress response in your Mm -hmm. body, which actually chemically is not allowing your body to heal. So we can actually create so much healing in our body on top of everything else of the education we provide. But feeling more confident, being happy with your skin, lowering those stress levels by speaking to yourself in a positive way actually lets your immune system work properly Mm -hmm. to help heal your acne even more when you're doing all the other proper Mm -hmm. things. So it plays a huge, huge part. Thousand percent. There's an evolutionary... um, thing that that nature does for us it's it releases dopamine our brains release dopamine when we're grooming and it's like nature's way of rewarding hygiene and when you're wow. spending time grooming yourself in this scenario to be like washing your face and interacting with your skin and like being in the mirror with it yes when you're not seeing something that makes you feel good it like kills your dopamine so instead of feeling better every time you interact with your skin you wind up feeling worse and it can affect every other part of your life. It affected my relationships. I didn't apply for a promotion that I could have easily landed. Um, it just really affects how you see yourself and how you show up in the world. So mm. that's like our our clear purpose in doing what we do is to fix that aspect. We do that by fixing skin mm. and creating awesome products, but it's fixing that cycle that happens when you're constantly breaking out. That's what we're here to fix. Mm. I feel like in mm. our community, it's been really interesting to... I feel like everyone sort of went through a skin issue together. It was very weird. It was a year or so ago or maybe two years ago, but almost so many women of our community were having acne, were having cystic acne or hormonal acne and having really bad skin problems. And it was really, I didn't know if it was normal in the way of our hormones as women, as we get older, if there was a period in time where some things kind of pick up again, or there's like a situation where you kind of become prepubescent in the way that your hormones are. I guess, what is the role of your hormones in your skin? And is there like cycles of hormones and skin? So we do go through a lot of different hormonal shifts and there is another one that occurs in the late 20s. But something else that happens in mid to late 20s, we have a lot of women that are either on birth control, changing birth controls, getting off birth control because maybe they want to live a more non-toxic life. And that's one of the huge issues I had when my cystic acne happened. I went through testosterone rebound effect after Mm. getting off birth control. And so my body just freaked out because your hormones are being suppressed. Can you explain what that is? Yes. So basically um, when you're on birth control, your hormones are being synthetically controlled and you have basically fake estrogen floating around in your body. And so think about it as you have maybe, just for an example, you have three estrogen parking spots in your body where the real estrogen is supposed to be. Well, when you have these things like phytoestrogen, the fake estrogen, they accidentally park in those spots. And so your real estrogen's like floating around and it's causing an imbalance in progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. Testosterone also gets suppressed during birth control. So when you get off the pill, a lot of times your body is like, floodgates open with testosterone. And now your body's like, what, like, what is going on? It's trying to re-regulate. It opens the doors for a lot of like autoimmune diseases. A lot of women have like problems with their hair falling out, lose weight or drastically gain weight. And cystic acne can a lot of times emerge because of this as well. Because testosterone, like an increased amount of testosterone in the women's body triggers acne. So that's something that can happen with birth control. And we just, we go through a lot of shifts in our late 20s. Um, On top of everything else, stress increases a lot. Um, If it was about a year and a half ago, it was the beginning of the pandemic. So a ton of stress, a ton of loneliness, a ton of eating habit changes, working out changes everything. And so literally everything we do affects our hormones, what we eat, our stress levels, our movement, our thoughts. And when hormones are thrown off, that's what opens the door um, for potentially acne to happen. But there's always a root cause of that hormone. Like we, Danielle and I talk about this all the time. People are like, I'm having breakouts because of my hormones. That is there, that's a symptom. There is a root cause to why your hormones are off. Um, and it, again, it could be stress levels. It could be a vitamin you're taking. It could be you're eating eggs every single morning for breakfast and that's throwing off your hormones. And so there's a lot of different root causes for throwing off your hormones, which is what we like to educate about. Yeah. One of the biggest ones that Kaylee just mentioned that I try to shout from the rooftops all the time, vitamins can cause hormonal acne. I see it all the time. And it's people 
that are trying to be healthy and trying to supplement and trying to live their healthiest life, but certain vitamins, if it's in too high of a dose, they will raise testosterone. Those are excessive vitamin D, excessive B12, and excessive zinc. So it's all the devil's in the dosage with all those. You don't want to be deficient in anything. But when you start taking a supplement, like if it's a standalone zinc supplement, for example, which everyone took during COVID, um, I see it every year during cold and flu season at San Diego Acne Clinic, but people will start taking a bunch of zinc and it'll, a standalone zinc tablet will generally have around 275%. So that's almost three times what you would normally get of a micronutrient that you don't need much of. It raises testosterone. It mm. creates mu- like mustache acne. I see it all the time. It's wild. Um, But that's why oysters are an aphrodisiac because it's a high level of zinc. So Mm -hmm. zinc raises testosterone. This isn't just something I made Mm -hmm. up. You can Google this for days. (laughs) The the correlation is well known, as is the correlation between excessive vitamin D and testosterone raising. When men get older and they start getting low T, low testosterone, they start doing vitamin D therapy. That correlation is also well-documented, but dermatologists and skin experts don't put it together in terms of how the dosage relates to acne. And that's something we always wow. educate on. Wow. Is it only supplemental vitamin D or does like excess sun? No. Not nah, excess okay. sun is good for you. Okay. Get as much okay. as you can. It's just good. a supplement because mm-hmm. it'll have like, it'll have a ton of it and maybe you're not like absorbing it all the way. I see. And when you take it, it's um, when you get it through sunshine, your body metabolizes it a little differently. Mm-hmm. When you get it from a supplement, um, it can be excess and then it stores up in your body because it's fat soluble. So you can just get an excess and an excess and it just builds up. It's from mm. sheep's wool. It's from sheep. A lot. Yeah, Vitamin a lot D of it. Isn't that weird? I'm actually That's experimenting. I'm experimenting right now with a vegetable-based one that doesn't cool. seem to have those same effects. But yeah, it's from like sheep and other weird animals. Yeah. Right. yeah, isn't that mm. weird? It's from... The, it's like how do we bottle up the sun and throw it in something? Yes. Yeah, so it's like all these... Well, you said something <laughs> about things. the sun, you know, getting like being okay to be in the sun. And I think that was something too where... I baked most of my life and then I <laughs> yeah. was like like baked like two times oh, a day. Oh, we all did. Tanning, tanning bed. Tanning mm-hmm. bed. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I wore formals in college. Shit. Like two weeks before. Like, yes. yes. Every yes. single day. Oh I'd my be gosh. like, do you guys have new bulbs? They'd be like, yes. Do you want the extreme bed? We have new bulbs. Like they used to tell me when they had new bulbs. Tangle lotion? <laughs> Tangle lotion. I mean, the Kardashian like tanning lotion, the the Playboy bunny sticker, all of it. Yes. All of oh it. All of it. And I was 14. What are you doing? Anyways, so then I went through a period where I was like, no sun, like wore tons of sunscreen. And now I'm kind of just whatever. I actually don't really, I wear sunscreen, but I'm not super mindful about it. What are your thoughts on sun and sun hygiene? And should people be as scared of it? Or what do you guys think? We think sun is so healthy for you in general, like for your mindset, for your body, everything. Like absolutely love the sun. We just protect the crap out of our faces. Yeah, <laughs> your face, neck, yeah. and your chest. Basically, yeah, like all this is your face. Yes. So much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I go with all the hats, the sunscreen. We actually have, we, we created a brush on tinted sunscreen so you can apply it multiple times throughout the day when it's you're like out powder. and about without trying to like rub a cream all over your face. But we just protect the crap out of the areas that like show the aging and like the really thin mm-hmm. skin areas. So face, neck, chest, um, hands too. After the hands, yeah. for sure. Yes. Wow. Yeah, other than that, we think like we need the sun. 100% need it. I don't think you need to coat your entire body in SPF 24-7. Nothing's getting through. Just protect those like those thin areas, those areas that age a little quicker, just so you can, you can feel good. Totally. <laughs> and then I also have a sun lamp. You can get it off Amazon. It's literally, it's kind of, it almost looks like a ring light. It's yeah. just smaller and you just kind of keep it at your desk or wherever. You don't like stare directly at it, but you just, as long as you're like seeing some of its light, it can actually increase vitamin D. Oh, for really? Happiness. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. People have that with, when they have, um, if you're seasonal depression. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seasonal depression or sad or seasonal affective disorder. Yes. When they yes, have, yes. Yeah. When they live in like places that don't get a lot of sun. So with sunscreen though, I think that was one of the things too, was learning that a lot of sunscreen is actually like has toxic ingredients. What is your experience or what have you guys learned about sunscreen? So the toxic ones that you're referring to, are those are your chemical sunscreens. A chemical sunscreen is anything that is not zinc or titanium. You only want zinc and titanium. Those are your mineral, aka your physical sunscreens, and they actually help calm the skin down. Mm-hmm. Zinc topically um, is actually a skin protectant and it's anti-inflammatory. That's what diaper cream is made out of, basically. Mm-hmm. It's meant to calm a baby's tenders. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can. it's an like anti-inflammatory ingredient. So that helps when it's in your sunscreen because not only is it a physical shield that 
reflects back the sun's rays, but it's actually calming your skin down. Versus a chemical sunscreen, which is like your octanoxate, homosale, avabenzone, anything that's not zinc or titanium is a chemical one. And those can, they get into your bloodstream. They can disrupt hormones. I feel like they're toxic on the skin. If mm-hmm. someone has like rosacea or sensitive skin or they burn easily, like I think you might, mm-hmm. those types of sunscreens will actually burn you. And if they get around your eye area, they'll burn that area too. Mm-hmm. Whereas the medical, mineral sunscreen won't do that. Wow. So I don't even carry any of those sunscreens in my practice. Why do I burn easily? Uh, you might be using really hot water on your face. You know what? I think our water here is trash. It is trash. Yeah, that's trash. Fact. My hair is falling apart. My oh, skin is dry. Get a shower filter. They're like, I, yes, okay, yes. it's yes. on the way. I'm like checking my Amazon. 40 bucks on Amazon. Daily. Oh my gosh, I'm, Daily. that's a game changer. We're going to do every sink, every shower. <laughs> I, my yes. hair is like falling out. My my skin looks like it's unreal how bad the water yes. is. Avoid yeah, hot, hot water and just uh, keep the showers short. Like I yes. keep my showers mm-hmm. like four minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what, what role does water play in in skin care? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Every You would assume that water is like hydrating for your skin because it's hydrating when you drink yes. it. Yes. But um, water is actually alkaline. No matter of the toxicity of the water, hard water, regardless yeah. of the water quality, water is a pH of seven, and which is neutral on mm-hmm. the pH scale. But our skin is a pH of 5.5, which is a big difference. A 5.5 mm-hmm. is much, much lower than a seven. So what that means is our skin has this delicate pH It's called our acid mantle. It's the state of equilibrium for our skin that keeps it healthy, keeps it most able to defend against pathogens, most able to retain moisture in the body, and most able to protect us from the sun. Water distorts it. It dries it out, actually. So when we take really, really long showers, we're just drying our skin. If it's hot showers, it's drying it even more. And why that's a big deal is because if you're if your skin is constantly dry, you accumulate UV damage much, much faster. Mm. So for people that are um, extremely fair and don't have a lot of melanin and AKA Mm. natural SPF, like they don't tan very easily, hot showers is the worst thing for them. Wow. Yeah. It also leads to accelerated aging because when you increase the amount of UV damage, you're increasing aging. So for instance, uh, we have this one amazing before and after picture where the only, this woman had very deep, uh, lines and wrinkles all around her eyes, like crow's feet to the extreme. And the only two things we had our change was stop washing your face in hot water. And then she started using our Cell Renew Serum, which is a stem cell regenerative healing serum. It was two weeks and her wrinkles like diminished half in its deepness. And it was wow. just stop washing in hot water using our and using our serum. But a huge, huge portion is just stop washing your face in hot water. That will lessen your wrinkles already. Wow. Yeah. That's one step like anyone can take starting today. Yeah. Before you buy anything, do that. And also I see a lot of people getting hurt from laser procedures. I'm one of them. Um, During my acne journey, I would try all these like lasers Mm. and aggressive light therapies and stuff that was extremely, extremely harsh. Not one of those dermatologists, they're happy to take my thousands of dollars. I was like 24. They're happy to take my money, but not one of them educated me on what to do when I went home after the treatment. So I was still burning my face with hot water all the time. And I have like irreversible scar damage from it because post-procedure is what determines your results from anything you do. The post-care is everything. So if you're going home and you're still washing your face with really hot water after you do anything to it, um, that's when you can get melasma, hyperpigmentation, and scarring. Mm. Whoa. What kind of laser treatments did you do? Oh, God, I did them all. <laughs> I did a alpha, lot. Alpha Levulon light therapy was one where they like put a solution on your face and they put you under a light and then you're burned. You can't even go outside the next day or it's fire. That was one of them. And then I did um, a mini Fraxel, a mini Pixel. And then so I done a clear and brilliant. Yeah. Honestly, I don't love lasers. I don't I like any clear and brilliant work. It really. doesn't. Yeah. We love microneedling. Microneedling. Any yeah. day yeah. over lasers. Like yeah, that I love is microneedling. Our, like yeah. that. Like when people come to us, they're like, you know, I want to go above and beyond the skincare system. Like, I, you know, I want to do some type of procedure. We're like microneedling the PRP facial. Like, mm-hmm. do it worth mm-hmm. every penny. Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. Worth Can you explain it. why? For people that don't know what, yeah, what yeah, so microneedling is awesome because it is totally regenerative, but it doesn't use heat. I don't like using heat on the skin. I just for some extreme cases it can be useful, but microneedling is your starting point no matter what you're trying to do. So what they do is they numb your skin, and then there's a device. Um, there's a few different names of it, but basically it's a little vibrating pen with a little cartridge of titanium needles, and they go and they make little micro pinpoint runes all over your face. If you're doing the PRP, aka the vampire facial, 
um, they've spun your blood. They take blood oh, draw and then they me. spin it in a centrifuge. It's really cool, actually. <laughs> no, I spun a centrifuge. I can't <laughs> wait to do my own. Uh, but then they spin it around and they separate the stem cell platel- platelet-rich plasma mm. from it. And they inject that and they put it on your skin after they've needled you. So it's, on it, your skin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they don't re-inject it. No. No. Okay. no. So like the, the microneedle is, is making these little, little pinpoints in your skin. So it is getting absorbed into your skin. Got but they're it. just rubbing it on and then doing the microneedling over it to um, to make sure it's being absorbed even deeper into your skin for I more healing. Okay. And like that with like spinning your blood platelets <laughs> and putting it back in your face. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of <laughs> result <laughs> is worth that? I think it's it's just the same as getting your blood drawn for anything else. Yeah, I, don't like needles. I don't like needles. So that's why. <laughs> I did um, Morpheus. Have you heard of yes, Morpheus? Yes, a good friend mm-hmm. of mine just did a series. What did you did think? Morpheus. I loved it. I'm looking for tightness and sculpting. It that includes microneedling. I, yes, it has. It's basically mm-hmm. microneedling. I was doing yeah, a video steroids. of it um, with Anoush, and I was like doing the video, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to show the part, like the part we are now." And she's like, "I don't know if you want to." I'm like, "Oh," and I like put the video on my face. <laughs> was covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. I literally, I can show you guys, I have the funniest uh, picture of me covered in blood. And I was like, oh, wow, I did not expect this at all. <laughs> but I actually really, really liked it. I think I did a series of three and I think I'll do it again. I had a, I have a microneedling, like self at home kind of like little stamp. Cool. Yes. Which I really love. Although I feel like I can only use it a couple times and then I'm like, I think I should get a new one. Yeah. You know, just for yes. for sanitary but, purposes and maybe the sharpness of the needle. Definitely. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't reuse the same needles more than once, really. Yeah. yeah. Even with well, micro needling, they replace the tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. Smiley, you oh, are. Oh my god! How hilarious! I was like, hi. That's literally you look like Raptor PRP. I was me leaving. She's like, all right, see you later. I'm happy. I was paying for my parking. I was like, here. Did they give you some Valium? You look really happy. Dude, I was, no, I just was a goon. But the whole time she's like, it's going to hurt so bad. I didn't hurt at all. Wow. Lucky you. I I have a weird pain tolerance. I have weird weird things. Mm. It didn't hurt at all. But I've done that, Clear and Brilliant, Fraxel. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really need any of them, but I just want to try them. So you have nice thick skin, which Mm -hmm. is great. Your skin will respond. Yeah, so things like that. Yeah. For yes. some people that have really thin skin naturally, or they don't have a lot of fat padding, and they go do something aggressive like a Fraxel, if it goes a little too deep, yes. or if their healing response <sighs> isn't what they thought it would be, or if the inflammation in the body is too high to get that healing response that you're banking on by doing the treatment mm, in the first place, then things can go very sideways. I've seen people age prematurely very quickly from Let's aggressive Let's expand lasers. on that inflammation oh. on the body piece. Say more. All, all the inflammation. Okay, so what's the the biggest cause of inflammation sh- starts in the mind? Stress, how you view yourself, your your level of self-love, I think is where it all stems from. But aside from that, inflammation in the body as it relates to skin, a lot of it has to do with digestion. So a lot of us like barely chew our food. We're eating all sorts of random yes. things with mm-hmm. a lot of chemicals. And we have been since we were young. Like when you look at a child's menu, don't you feel like it's a like child abuse? Yeah. Kind of, oh, like mac and cheese, chicken like, fingers. Yes. Yeah, not one Dyes. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Like giving kids MSG. Like no wonder your, your kid's not ADHD. You're feeding him fucking Doritos all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. like give them some normal food. But anyway. And you're forcing them to sit for long periods of time and learn things they're not interested in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've always thought that. I'm like, Stressful. oh wait. Yeah, it's like not kids. It's not in a kid's nature to sit all day. No. To mm-hmm. learn things that they don't want to learn. And all their snacks are full and of sugar. And all their snacks yeah. are straight up sugar. Yeah. yeah. So there are kids definitely with ADHD for sure. Not definitely. denying that, but like the the container, it doesn't make sense. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. We're causing, we're causing so much inflammation in our bodies and ruining our stress response and our immune response, which is then ruining our skin. Yeah. So we have the stress levels, um, stress levels spiked by digestion and what mm-hmm. we're eating. Mm-hmm. Also how we're working out. People who are doing yes. cardio every single day, if they're already stressed out, like 90% of us are, you know, we're all trying to reduce our stress, but we have career stress, relationship stress, just daily environmental stress as well. So our cortisol levels are naturally a little higher unless we're working on more self-work and meditation, working on bringing those down. But naturally in America, our stress levels are just higher. So our cortisol levels are already a little higher than normal. We're having caffeine, which is keeping them high. And then if we're doing these high cardio workouts every single day, our cortisol levels are never dropping, which means we are in a constant state of inflammation. So it's like, what can we do 
to bring that inflammation down so that our immune systems stay high, we have that healing response and we can keep clear, glowing skin, but also feel healthy and feel good every single day. Because that's what it is at the end of the day, like your immune system and gut are directly related to your skin. So if we can get those in control, we can have great skin health without being stressed about it every single day and and nitpicking everything we're doing. Isn't it true that when your cortisol is high and then when adrenaline is released that your immune system shuts down? Oh, yeah. So basically, um, we we can't have both. You can't have a high immune system and be in that fight or flight mode because yes. that stress response is really good for us, right? It can, um, that's, it, it has to ebb and flow. It's how we like get things done or get focused for certain things. So we need that spike in stress response. But what happens, so it's like the sympathetic and the parasympathetic systems in our body. And so when that stress response is high, biologically, our immune system gets suppressed because our body does not have enough energy to do both. It physically can't do both. So we need to come out of that fight or flight response in order for our immune system to get back mm. up. So it is a little ebb and flow. And it's okay if that stress response to spike every once in a while when it's supposed to, but we're doing all these things that are keeping it so high, mm. which is then suppressing our immune system and opening up the floodgates for disease, infection. Mm. I mean, as we're of course talking about skin, so acne too, but it, it opens up a, a floodgate of a lot of other things to manifest in our body. Mm. As far as where the acne is on your face, is mm. that from, you know, just learning about where mine was on my jaw, on my like chin, et cetera, like just linking it to quote hormones. But I'm actually, now that you're saying all these things about hormones, I'm like, I don't know if that's actually completely true, if it can be more specific. So are there areas of the face that link to either different organs or body systems, immunity, et cetera? We, we love breaking down face mapping yeah. so much. I love face <laughs> mapping. This is like one of our most favorite face questions. Yep. It misses the boat completely on topical products, topical pore cloggers, yeah. which cause about 75% of acne or mm. are a direct contributor to it. Okay. Face mapping doesn't even address that. So, for example, if you have it like mainly on the right side of your face and a little on your right neck and a little on your upper back, that's your hair conditioner. That's not linked to anything in the body. That's your hair conditioner getting on your pillow. And that's about 80% of of 80% of women have that. It wow. on the right or it can be on the left if you're it, a left if side you're sleeper. Left side yeah. sleeper okay. Yes. Okay. Most okay. people cool. sleep on their right just for what? blood flow purposes. It's kind of hard it. to sleep on your left. Most people sleep mm-hmm. on their right. But if it's like just on one side of your face and it's your sleep side, that's your hair conditioner. It is very likely. Wow. The top pore cloggers are shea butter and coconut oil. Those are the top two like most prevalent ones. And those are in like almost all the conditioners and like leave-in wow. hair products. So there's that. And then um, if it's on the forehead, if it's, so if there's breakouts that are all over your face, it's probably from a product that's going all over your face, mm-hmm. probably a moisturizer or a sunscreen. Those are the two things that almost always, always have pore cloggers in them. Mm. So if it's all over your all over your face, that's from a product. If you pull out little like golden hard balls of wax, that is from something in a topical product. It's from a pore clogging ingredient like coconut oil that has hardened inside your pore and oxidized and changed color. And that's why it's now an orange ball of wax. That's from a product. And everyone's pulled out those things before. Yes. Yeah. You know what I feel? You know, yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, you I'm feel like, me on that. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, okay. Internal system though. Like hormonal acne can be, it'll be mainly on the lower face where you have, a, where you'd have a beard because mm-hmm. hormonal acne affects the hair follicles the most. Wow. And we have the more hair follicles down uh. there, right? Dairy gets you in your chin, right? Where you'd have a goatee. Corners of the mouth down. Like if you have a piece of pizza, you wake up the next morning with acne, it is usually always right where you'd have a goatee and it has insulin-like growth factor hormones that affect that area. Um, If it's in a parentheses shape, starting from your your nostrils down to your chin, like a parentheses around your mouth, that's your lymphatic system, which gets completely ignored in most Western medicine offices. Your lymphatic system is most bothered by undigested proteins uh, alcohol, caffeine, or something sluggish with your liver. So if you're on birth control for 10 years, your liver is overworked. Wow. And it can back up into your lymphatic system. If you're eating eggs every day, eggs seem like a healthy pot of nutrition, but the protein that they're made of is notoriously hard to digest. It's called albumin. It's really it's really hard to digest. Why that matters is because a protein that isn't getting broken down well gets carried out through your lymphatic system. And in the face, that's the main pathway right there. Mm. So you can think there's something wrong with your organs. It could just be that you're eating eggs every day. I see it all the time when people go keto. 
Wow. Yeah, because they increase eggs, And I experienced cheese, it myself even after a ton, a ton of protein, yeah. ton of fats. And it's just so, that's Ugh. so heavy on your liver and so heavy on your lymphatic mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Your poor liver. I know. No. And your we liver is the thing that's in charge of like yeah. your life, oh, basically. Literally. Yeah, I just it filters saying, out everything. I took, um, I took a month off supplements to like give my liver yeah. a break. That's you felt that. Amazing. That's cool. Why did you feel that? I just was like, yeah, we need a break. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are we? It's just like, because I think about when I was thinking about for the wedding, it's like, I didn't really diet, but I was just kind of thinking. And so I was like, oh, and I was just, you know, if you think about when you diet, essentially, or when you're thinking about what you're eating, you're like, I want to reduce the amount of things that I eat, essentially. You know, you're like, I kind of want to eat better. I want to eat cleaner. And then I would just like wake up and take a fistful of things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, but we're having 40 of these. And then we're having food. And then we're having, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It was just a weird concept for me. Yeah. Yeah. What is it though about, because I feel like I've heard that healthy fats are good for the skin. Mm -hmm. So like (laughs) when you said keto, I'm not keto, but I know that like there are healthy fats and also not so healthy fats, a part of keto. So I guess which fats are okay for the skin? So that yeah. comment, the great question, that comment that I made was uh, specifically about eggs. When people Got go it. keto, they generally start eating a ton of eggs. Mm-hmm. And right? increase their like the dairy consumption. Yeah, so it's like dairy. they're told yes. they can eat all the cheese in the yeah. world. Got yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's increasing in dairy and eggs. It's a Gross. huge culprit yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but healthy fats are super important, especially yes. for skin hydration. If someone's really dry or they're chronically dehydrated, like I got a lot of teachers, they can't be drinking water all the time. They can't leave the classroom. The kids will go nuts. You know, well, mm-hmm. no, now they can because they're on Zoom. But yeah. in a normal setting, um, teachers are usually really dehydrated and I treat a lot of nurses. They're always dehydrated too because they're constantly moving and they're busy. Um, so in that sense, um, you really want to focus on getting your hydration from healthy fats like avocado, fish oil is really good. Not They're not all the best. I like Nordic naturals, um, but like high quality omegas are really, really good. And anything that um, feeds you hydration as it breaks down is like your total wingman, like cucumbers, mm. Mm. apples, berries, like things that as they break down, they're giving you a slow release of hydration. Like that and healthy fats is really important. Mm. Okay. And you guys, uh, you guys had a, your own skin journey, right? Is that how you met or what was the, how did you guys <laughs> meet? We did. So this was about- You're like your acne girl. You got acne girl. I have got acne girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was about five years six. ago. Coming up on six years ago, actually, now, yeah, that we met. Um, so I had recently got off birth control. I was traveling a ton for work. So in about a, out of, it seemed to me like out of nowhere, in about a two month span of time, I broke out with crazy bright red, angry inflamed cystic mm-hmm. acne. And when I tell you, like this hit my confidence levels, oh my gosh, it it was almost like an, an identity crisis because mm-hmm. I look yes. in the mirror and I didn't see myself at all. I I had dealt with the occasional acne growing up, went to the dermatologist, got a heavy cream, used the system we were all talking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) earlier, Mm -hmm. where it just dries the crap out of your skin. But I would call it like the classic teenage acne. I never dealt with this before. And I didn't want to leave my house. I didn't want to see my friends. I bought like the Miss America pageant makeup. That's basically like clay for your face just to leave the house because it was just is horrible. And I went to every doctor, dermatologist, esthetician, you name it. I was just going absolutely everywhere. And every single doctor told me to go back on birth control or go to antibiotics. And my background is in holistic nutrition. And I was like, there is a root cause to this. Like, how will antibiotics fix this? And they're like, well, you should just try it for a few weeks. Okay, why should I go back on birth control? It'll rebalance your hormones. Like, that's what I was told. And I refused to do either one of those. Went to the dermatologist. They wanted to put me on Accutane. My mom begged me not to go on it. I didn't want to. I I didn't, but I didn't want to. Because I knew how much it destroyed your gut, your liver. Like I just knew too too much about it. Um, I went to so many different estheticians, spent so much money on every single marketing that was fed to me to clear acne. Nothing helped. Finally, one last Google search because I almost went on Accutane. Um, One last Google search, up pops San Diego Acne Clinic. (laughs) I was like, all right, this is my last resort. So I go in and I happen to be Danielle's last patient of the day. And we were able to spend like three hours together. She had me bring in every supplement I was using, um, makeup products, skincare, everything. She's just like, bring it all in. Let's go over it. 
So we found out I had 11 different acne triggers going on. I was taking supplements that had way too much vitamin D, zinc, B12, biotin too. Biotin is a huge acne trigger. Um, I was taking that. I was using skincare products that had so many pork clogging ingredients. Um, I was using just like all the oils, all the natural stuff. I was making egg bowls for breakfast every single day. <laughs> Literally 11, we counted 11 different things that was uh, that were going wrong. And so she put me on a protocol and she's like, all right, remove all these acne triggers. So I did. And then I would go in for facials because we had it, we had extract out like the big, you know, pustules that I had going on. In a matter of two months, I was completely clear with no scar damage. I had a little pigmentation left over that lasted a, a couple more months. And it was at the same time <laughs> we we're developing our cell renew serum, which is, you know helps with scar damage. I now have there is zero signs of any pigmentation, scars, nothing left over. And I was convinced I was going to have like the deep ice pick scars from how bad my acne was. You easily could have, especially yeah. if you had gone to like a like a dermatologist who had like a laser practice, they mm -hmm. would have just sold you a Fraxel and mm -hmm. it could have like totally eaten yeah, your collagen. Yeah, just crushed my skin. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I, just showed, I just showed the ladies the your before and after. Yeah. And it's like, no one even believes it's you. No, no, wow. no one does. It was night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then your skin story. I struggled with, my acne was like, 10 times worse than even a normal bad case. So it's just, it's genetic. Um, it's definitely runs in families, but it runs in my family super gnarly on both sides. Like my dad's in his seventies and he'll still get like crazy back cysts from the wrong sunscreen. Like it's on both sides of my family's really, really, really bad. So I never stood a chance. So mine actually got really bad in college. Um, I played competitive soccer growing up and was kind of a tomboy. So I never wore anything on my face. And I think just sweating that much um, the detox was just always there and drinking tons of water. So um, it didn't get bad until freshman year in college. That's when you start drinking, getting on shitty birth control, eating dorm food, not washing your face. I stopped playing sports. Um, so it was just a whole like shit storm of circumstances and went through like three different rounds of Accutane and everything in between, like all the spironolactone, all the antibiotics, different types of birth control. The derm at my school put me on the Nuva Ring birth control, which actually makes acne worse. Mm. Not all birth controls make it better. Some make it worse. That's the one that it, Nuva Ring is not, you can take it in and out. Or yeah, like, it's like a, a little bracelet that you yeah. put up in my your- God, My friends would Whoa. have that. They'd be like, my Nuva Ring fell out again. <laughs> Yeah, new rings would be like everywhere. You're like, is that a hair tie? Or? <laughs> yeah, literally. She's like, fuck, I lost my new ring again. Your guy's like fingering you and it comes out of his finger and he's twirling it around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't know if this is working. <laughs> it doesn't. But it makes your skin worse too. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those that it works for them, great. You're, yeah, the, you're the special ones. Um, but yeah, went through three rounds of Accutane and this wow. went on until, this went on for 10 years. I was 29. I was in the corporate world. I was doing business consulting and tech sales. And I was still breaking out constantly. And I did my third round of Accutane and my acne started to come back like three months later. And I was like, this is shit. I happen to have a biology uh, background. That's what I studied all through school. I studied genetics, immunology. Um, so I have the mind for it. And I, I didn't go to Western medicine because I had lost faith in it at that yeah. time. So I didn't pursue medical. Um, so I left the corporate world and I, oh, what I did first was I just needed to uh, get access to information. So I'm like, there's these classes I could take, but you have to be a student in order to get them. I'm like, I'll enroll in this beauty school or whatever so I can get the classes I want. I didn't even show up to the class half the time. I just wanted the information. But um, I wound up learning more and suddenly I decided, I'm like, wow, I love this. This is the science and medical career that I've always wanted, but didn't know existed. So I was doing um, night school for esthetician my esthetician license. I was shadowing under a few different um, well-known estheticians in San Diego, learning what to do, what not to do, just experimenting with all the product lines out there and just obsessing over ingredients every single night. And I realized um, I found a system called Face Reality, which is fantastic for acne. So if you are struggling with acne um, and you're listening to this, find a Face Reality certified acne specialist. Mm. You can just Google it. They're a well-known company in the esthetician space. Mm. Um, and there's a protocol that they provide. I've actually changed a lot about the protocol. There's a lot that I, I personally don't love and I've streamlined a lot of it. So like, for example, they use a ton of benzoyl peroxide, which just isn't my mm -hmm. thing. It's it can make you age faster, which is what we're not about. So mm -hmm. that's one of the key differences, but it's a good starting point. So I found that system, based my clinic on it, tweaked it, streamlined it, made it better, started formulating my own products that were more healing and more addressing root cause and a little bit more comprehensive in terms of like 
helping with hormones and scars at the same time, like formulating with that in mind. And then met Kaylee my first year in business. And we just, we got such a good response from the concept in general. And the, the product that we first made, it's called our Cell Renew Serum. And um, it's a stem cell serum that gets rid of acne scars, but also helps with hormonal acne. That um, another client friend of mine put it on Amazon. He was an Amazon guy and he put it on there and it blew up like skyrocketed. And we're like, holy shit, this thing has legs. This concept wow. has legs. And that's when we decided to make Clear Stem. So all the formulas are anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. Wow. With no toxins, because we don't like toxins. <laughs> yeah, that's what's interesting is the toxins. So how much can people expect having like toxins or hormone disruptors or pore clogging ingredients in most products? Pore cloggers are in almost all the products. Yeah, that's what's like so over 90% of them. What yeah. is a pore clogger like ingredient? Something thicker than your natural oil. Mm -hmm. That's all it needs to be. So mm -hmm. it can be organic. It can be blessed by a shaman. It can be like <laughs> ceremonial grade yes. coconut oil from Peru. Like it doesn't matter if it's thicker than your natural oil and you're acne prone, it'll mm -hmm. clog your pore. So when so, you say natural oil, you mean the oil that your skin produces? Uh -huh, our natural sebum, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And are there oils? Because I do use oils sometimes. Some are great. Yeah. And I haven't, I was surprised because I always was told no oils, it clogs your pores. And then I was surprised that I found some that didn't disrupt my skin. So are there certain ones that are okay? I love mm -hmm. that you're asking this. Yeah. Yes, the best ones that are totally acne safe and beneficial in order of prior, in order of like how awesome they are, number one, hemp oil. Oh, interesting. Hemp is amazing. And it, not even related to CBD or anything like that, but just hemp oil is just this delicious, like fast absorbing, yummy, nutty oil that just mm. is great. Um, so hemp oil is great. Argon oil is great. Rosehips oil is great. You'll commonly see safflower and sunflower oil in formulas. You would never buy one of those on their own, but they're in a lot of formulas and those are okay too. Oh, okay. Castor oil is extremely thick. You can use it to regrow your eyebrows and they'll regrow. But even as thick it is, as it is, um, the chemical makeup of it is it, uh, it doesn't clog your pores. So castor oil is also huh. fine. Mm -hmm. There's some other oils that are safe too, but those are the main ones. Hemp, argon, rose hips. Jojoba oil is usually okay um, for some people. A lot of people were oil cleansing with jojoba oil and it can be slightly pore clogging, whereas hemp oil is not. So I always tell wow. people gravitate toward hemp because they're the same cost and, you know. What about olive oil? Olive oil on a scale of zero to five, the comedogenic rating is from zero to five. Mm -hmm. So it's like the pore clogging pore, scale. Yeah. Mm. Comedogenic means it's likely to physically clog your pore. Uh -huh. So on that, we rate things on a scale of zero to five. Coconut oil is a five. Avocado oil is a three, olive oil is a two. Okay. So for someone who's mm. not acne prone, yeah, you can use olive oil. That's great. If wow. you're acne prone at all, it has a, a two or a 40% chance of breaking you out. So that's when Whoa. you start making your choices. God. Wow. Okay. And then parabens. What are parabens? Hormone disruptors. Yeah. <laughs> so we, just, we want to avoid those at all costs. So remember the example I gave? earlier with like the three parking spots for estrogen, the phytoestrogens, yeah. that's essentially what it is. So it's creating fake wow. estrogen in the body, taking up those Zeno parking estrogen, spots. Xenoestrogen, right? I'm sorry, what? Yes. Xenoestrogen, yes. right? Yeah. So it, yeah, it can go both ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's stealing those parking spots up and then causing an imbalance in our hormones, aka disrupting our hormones. Wow. So it's basically throwing off the natural balance that our hormones should have. And they use it because it's cheap. It preserves the shelf life. Yeah. Well, okay. So we should look for, should should our skin products have a shelf life of like a year or what should it be? Ours have a shelf life of two years, okay. which, you know, could be a problem if, you know, Target's like, hey, we want to buy you guys. We need a bunch of bulk and they need to be able to sell it to some other, to like a Marshall's if it doesn't sell or something and they want it to last four years. That's when companies start changing their formulas to account for the demands of a big retailer. Mm -hmm. We are not even willing to compromise on that. Yeah. Like, like, no thanks. Um, a good product will have a good shelf life. If you're making it in an actual lab with good accreditations like we do, they, they stability test it. They test it for microbes. It has to pass. Um, it has to go through a certain amount of testing, et cetera, et cetera. So ours have a shelf life of two years. Um, could probably last longer, but that's, that's a good shelf life. Mm -hmm. What about water in products? Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't mean the product's watered down. It mm -hmm. just means, so water is like a base of something. It's like your soup. I made right. a soup and I started Instead with water. It's something like that. You know, yeah. then you add other things. It doesn't mean your soup is watered down. It just means that was the base. So yes. water, because most uh, ingredients in a formula are only about like 
five to five ish percent of the formula. Like you mm-hmm. gotta have something to put your ingredients in. It's just like a vehicle for your ingredients. Yeah. Now, if you're buying a potent dermal repair complex from a medical spa and it's like $400 and the main ingredient is water, that might be dicey. But mm-hmm. in general, I think that people make a bigger deal out of that than it actually is. Like, it. What That's you really want to care about is the pH yeah, and the actives. How would you be able Got to it. tell though? The pH, I mean, if it's you could you can be a nerd like me and get yeah. pH strips. <laughs> I actually have pH strips. We, they're fine. We got free from. We've had someone. people on Instagram like order our product and then like and then test show it on the, show the pH. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, right. Like cool. every time I see someone do that, I'm like, that's so nerdy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on Botox? I personally don't. I don't have any moral issue with it. I kind of wish I loved it. For me, I feel like it makes me look older because it makes me look stern. I like to yeah. raise my eyebrows and be cute and adorable like yes. that because I feel like that conveys more youthful, enthusiastic energy. Whereas if I'm smooth, completely smooth yeah. and not moving and not making my cute expressions, I just don't feel. I don't feel like me first of mm-hmm. all, and then I just feel like I can't be as animated as I like to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not against it. I got it two or three times like a couple years ago, and then just stopped and. Decided, like, I don't know, not against it. I just don't, I don't get it. I honestly, no joke, saw a huge difference because I have blue eyes. So, like, I squint all the time in the sun. So, I used to have uh, deeper crow's feet, but with our bright eyes, those have literally gone away, which is insane. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it. I've tried it so many times. And then what I do is um, I go and microcurrent myself to make it go away because certain microcurrent devices, well, all Which my, one do you have? I have the new face and I, I like the new it. Face. I fucking love it. It works. But you got to do that it. That stuff will make me break. I don't break out that if the 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 cream or the stuff. Yeah. What's it? It's like the silicone it's, stuff will make me break out. They have a couple different ones. One of them is just like hydrolyzed hyaluronic acid and that's okay. fine. They might have some other things. That yes. have. Oh, one of them does have algae in it. I remember Super that's why. Super gooey. And it has like, algae. I'll get like, a, I won't break, it'll get zits like right here. Yep. Uh, I'm not cleaning it off. But the new face works. It works. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do it every night because I'm, I'm not oh going to do God, that. Oh my God, I wish. I do it like twice a week, but I'll do it for like a good solid 15 minutes. Love that. Yeah, but I love it. But um, because I don't like Botox, we we wanted to make a serum that was like the opposite of Botox. Or if you do Botox, it makes it last longer because who doesn't like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's our bounce back serum. And we I told the lab to put as many of these three peptides in it as they could possibly, as the formula could possibly withstand. Um, and it actually starts making the lines go away like after like a week. Wow. Yeah. If you have like deeper lines, like the the 11s, like yeah. right between, like from furrowing, nothing's going to make that go away. Like yeah. that's not really, you need Botox for that. But like for like fine lines that I was getting, which is why I wanted Botox in the first place, it's totally made them go away. Yeah. Are there any things people sh- should be concerned about when getting Botox? Mm-hmm. Like oh, just the, over time? One of the big things, I guess one of the big reasons why I'm not a huge fan of, especially over Botoxing, is when you take away your expression on your face, it actually messes with you on like a biological and mental level. Mm. Because when you can't make certain expressions, you can't feel those certain expressions. So your brain doesn't connect with them. So you can actually feel more anxiety, feel more depressed and not feel as happy when you can't physically express Mm -hmm. those emotions on your face. That is so true. Mm -hmm. So that like literally on a biological level that can happen to people. It can, Botox can mess with their mood because they can't physically make the expression on their face mm-hmm. and then that doesn't connect that doesn't have the mind body connection that we need Whoa. for it yeah Believe did that. you just tell someone's name of someone that's like that no 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 i said clarice said that oh. um, at one point <laughs> i thought you were saying like oh fucking jill, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> fucking jill. <laughs> she just went rogue <laughs> you just went off the mic you're like fucking jill does <laughs> yeah freaking that's nancy <laughs> botox <laughs> i was like oh what's going on <laughs> She's going rogue. Literally, I was like, okay. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like if you're a lady cop or like a detective or like a that's CIA interrogator, crazy. Botox the shit out of yourself mm-hmm. and no one can read you. I've always thought, um, I've definitely gotten it. I've, I've always thought that the what worries me is the muscles. Mm-hmm. Not allowing not your worrying. muscles. Yeah, we're like, we're, we're restricting a part of our body. Yes. And so I'm, I'm so holistic in so many ways. I don't like, I know. Mm-hmm. It messes with, it's like, primally should we be doing that? Are we messing like with the long-term, yes. you know, connection, mind-body connection of our body? And when they do, yeah. when they've done like my third eye, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like messing with your intuition. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, they're freezing my third eye. Let's <laughs> yeah. Your intuition's off. 
Making all different decisions. That kills me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, this fucking kills me. But to, some people love it and it makes them I don't feel love better. It. And hey, because some people are, I see little kids that are constantly moving their face and I just want to like push their forehead <laughs> and be like, stop it. <laughs> some people just make those expressions a lot. Yeah. And yeah. helps them. Like, I really think that it's whatever you feel aligned with. And why are you doing it? Why are you carving time out of your schedule to pay hundreds of dollars to go do something? Like, What's your motivation? If your motivation is because I like the way it looks, YOLO, go for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I personally think it's safe. I don't think there's anything to be, worry about. Yeah. That it's not like, you know, it's not messing with your DNA, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. we know of, but it's yeah. been around long enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Got wow. It. Last thing from me, what are some, when people are looking, I guess, for their process of using clear stem products or just using products like besides hot water, is there anything else that they should make a part of their ritual? that you guys feel like has been helpful? Mm, Massaging your face. (laughs) Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Putting that love into it. Mm. Exfoliation. I feel like there is so much misinformation about exfoliation. I remember like when I was really struggling with acne, I would either want to exfoliate like crazy, you know, being angry towards it, right? Or I was told to not exfoliate like it was so bad for acne. You didn't want to aggravate it. And so that's what we've educated so much on is proper exfoliation is so necessary for your Mm -hmm. skin. Get rid of those dead skin cells, prime your skin, unclog your pores, allow all the good stuff you're putting on after to deeply penetrate and actually get its work done. So we have a physical exfoliant and a chemical one. Don't let chemicals scare you. Water, H2O is a chemical. Um, Mm -hmm. It just means it's, you know, we have ours in like a serum form. So it's not physical. You won't like Mm -hmm. feel the beads. So the physical exfoliant Mm -hmm. will get off the dead skin cells, prime the skin. And then a chemical exfoliant is what creates change in the skin. So that's what helps even out skin tone, unclogs your pores, um, helps break down melasma, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like people don't realize like that I think is besides moisturizing after that is like the most pivotal part of a skincare routine is proper exfoliation. A Mm -hmm. thousand percent Mm -hmm. agree. Exfoliation is necessary, especially if you are acne prone because the root cause, the genetic thing that makes us acne prone is called hyperkeratosis. Fancy name for we produce more keratin protein Mm -hmm. than someone else who like never washes their face and doesn't break out. So that is a genetic thing that our skin can produce like five times more keratin than your neighbor who eats garbage and never bathes Mm -hmm. and doesn't break out. Um, So Mm -hmm. what that means is that it makes it really hard for our pore to stay clear on its own. So exfoliating with something like a physical scrub, like our vitamin scrub, that's not harsh, but that is enough to clear the excess keratin protein that's being produced. That is key. But just like Kaylee said, you got to know what's in your other products. If you just start using our vitamin scrub, you're going to be nice and smooth and stoked. But if your moisturizer or your makeup or your sunscreen has a coconut oil or some other pore clogger mm-hmm. in it, it's going to go in deeper into your pores. So you want to make sure that you think of exfoliation like exercise. You want to be doing the perfect exercise, but then you can't go feed your body junk and expect to get a result. Mm-hmm. So exfoliation is like exercise and then like healthy products with like stem cells and no pore cloggers like the rest of our line. Like that's the perfect nutrition and you need both to get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exfoliation is the thing that determines how your skin's going to look. Wow. And when you say stem cells, what exactly is that? Like, are we getting it from... Not a baby. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally. Good question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually illegal um, for skincare. You have to go to like... I think they have to go to Europe to do that kind of thing. Um, Anyway, Mm -hmm. I digress. No, we do not use anything embryonic or even placenta or anything like that in our products. So... Basically, our bounce back serum and our cell renew serum, they are the ones that have collagen stem cells. It's from donated human adipose fat tissue. It's from donated people that are like, here, take my fat. I don't need it anymore. And then it goes to a uh, purification lab, purified like a thousand times over. And then they extract just the collagen fibers in a way that is bioavailable for your skin. So these are white paper ingredients that have shown to rebuild skin. So we use as much of a concentration as we possibly can in our two serums. Our lab is one of the same ones that makes a $270 stem cell serum from another company. But we use that same product in a higher concentration in our cell renew serum that's only 60 bucks. Wow. Yeah, just on that like price piece, I guess... Is it just like the markup of a brand? It's like the brand that marks it up. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there a way... Because I love that this is accessible to people. Yeah. And you know? we did that on purpose. Like yeah. with the ingredients that we use, there are 
other products that charge like $300 with like similar ingredients, right? But we we wanted to, I mean, the bulk of women who are breaking out are between the ages of 24 and 35. Mm -hmm. Realistically, a 24-year-old isn't buying a $400 serum that's going to last her 30 days. Mm -hmm. And we we want to transform people's skin. We want to help women have long lasting change with their skin and consistency is key. So we wanted a price point that one, we, we were able to create these products and create amazing education, but people are able to actually repurchase them and use them consistently and see long-term change in their skin. That mm. was so important to us when when building this company. Yeah. Mm. And we have a like a generous like subscribe and save kind of thing. And we're actually restructuring our entire mm-hmm. company to be more accessible and create faster, easier change for people. Like we're redoing our skin quiz where you just answer some questions about your skin as like, this is the exact bundle you need. And it's not going to be like eight products. It's going to be like the core four that you need to Mm -hmm. actually see change in like less than a week. Um, And then once it works, then we have a whole system in place to help them troubleshoot if they need it. Um, and, you know, see if there's anything else like in their vitamins that might not be working for them. And then we're going to um, like just make them able to subscribe at a much lower um, cost point. So it's, it's it has to be a win-win for the business as well because mm-hmm. running a business is expensive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we wanted to keep our pricing accessible for everyone. Mm. Powerful. That's beautiful. I've learned so much today. <laughs> I know. Wow. Honestly. Truly. You guys are truly a wealth of yeah. knowledge. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much. We love it. We I mean, live and breathe this. I know. Education is a, core, is a core value of what we do. And so again, there's so many different root causes of acne. Skincare can solve a lot of that, especially when it's your, you know, you have improper exfoliation, you're using poor quality ingredients. So that's where Clear Stem comes in and, and solves that and really helps create change in the skin. Mm-hmm. But again, we know that hormones, nutrition, digestion, stress levels, all mm-hmm. these other things affect acne. And so we want to be so realistic when we're communicating with our community of like, these are the other root causes mm-hmm. that, that address it. So like, let's so help you. Let's important. help you get to the bottom of this so that you aren't so frustrated and feeling so debilitated and just overwhelmed and, and get your confidence back. Feel good about yourself mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. That's what we love. Yeah, I love that. The core well, of it. I'm excited. I've loved my stuff in the fridge. I've been Me using too. it Yay. for the past <laughs> weeks and it's just been amazing. I'm so glad to have these products now. It's awesome. I appreciate you guys coming. This was fascinating. And I do feel like I learned so I much. Know. We hit on every point and more that we could ever talk about. And I'm just so grateful that we could introduce you guys to our audience if they don't know you already, because so many of them are on their own skin journey. Mm-hmm. We talk about this with them all the time. So this has been incredible. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, Thank you for so being much. here. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much, Kaylee and Danielle of Clear Stem Skincare. You can go to Clear Stem Skincare on Instagram and you can shop all their products. Use code ALMOST30 for 20% off. We love all of them and we know you will enjoy. And we're so glad that Kaylee and Danielle could join us. Yeah, thank you, ladies. And thank you to our other sponsors for this episode. Always really proud and excited to share brands with you that we use and love and leave in ourselves. Soma Vedic, Doe, BetterHelp, Array and Away. You can find all discount information in our show notes as well as on almost30.com. Scroll down and click on partners. Man, oh man, it's a good time with y'all. It's a good time. We'll see you guys at camp. We love you so much. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast, for sharing it with a friend that you love and want to support. And thank you for following us on Instagram, Almost 30 Podcast. I'm on Instagram at It's Krista. I am at Lindsay Simsick. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.